0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina Fishing Report with Dale Collins at Tuckaseegee Fly Shop. How you doing, Dale?
1: Doing good, Marvin. Just uh, wrapping up the day here. We've been chasing some beautiful fish up high on the blue lines and uh, ready to call it a day.
0: How was your Memorial Day weekend uh, over in Western NC?
1: It was great, man. We had some beautiful weather and really cool conditions. Uh, you know, we dropped down into the mid 40s for overnight lows, and that made for some great uh, water temps to, to get out there and, and chase our fishy friends.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I took a look at your weather, and you know, like all of us in the Mid Atlantic, we kind of got that first shot of hot weather. I don't know about four or five days ago, and then it cooled off for the holiday weekend. But dude, it's dry.
1: We could uh, we could definitely use some rain.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I see it kind of like popcorn showers, kind of in your forecast. But what are you seeing on the water?
1: So we've definitely seen uh, Duke Energy come off a lot of their heavy generation. So we've seen some incredibly low numbers on the Tuck, um, with you know numbers down around 80 CFS on the Cullowee gauge. So great opportunities to uh, fish uh, in some areas along the delayed harvest on the tuck DG that you maybe uh, could only get to by boat before. Uh, and so, you know, that's, that's kind of the positive side. Certainly some of the creeks um, – in the lower elevations have gotten warm in the afternoon. So you definitely have to take that thermometer with you. And it seems like, you know, 66, 57 degrees water temp, the fishing's probably going to shut down for you. So, um, you know, definitely start early morning, kick off. You know, you kind of want to be, if you're going on a creek, you kind of want to be ready to start fishing around 7, 7 30 um, or hit the trail early and, and, and get to where you want to go. So, Definitely be watching the water temps, but, you know, we'll, we'll welcome those afternoon storms to cool the water back down. And, you know, that really plays well for the terrestrial game, too, is it knocks um, those off the leaves, those ants, those worms, knock into the water. So that just helps our uh, terrestrial game get going, too.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, are you still seeing hatches, uh, but are they just occurring like right at evening or kind of what are you seeing on the water in terms of, you know, what people should be doing from a tip and tactic perspective?
1: Sure, yeah. The high elevation, we're seeing the hatches in that window from 11 to 3 still. Um, the sun's right on the water, getting the bugs moving in the high elevation. But then the low elevation, like on Cg, for example, um, and, and including Deep Creek or Caney Fork, any of these low elevation creeks, Nantahala, Upper Nantahala, around 6, between 6.30 and dark, there's some incredible hatches. And, you know, most of the guided trips are over. A lot of people are already at the breweries eating dinner, going back to their cabins. And you can have the river to yourself and experience an amazing hatch on the Tuco um, CG, and, and cast long bombs to some rising fish and have a lot of fun out there. So definitely encourage folks to try to take advantage of that, that window that we've got here. And even beyond, you know, we've got bloody Saturday coming up with the end of the late harvest, even into June, we'll still see those conditions and there's, there's still going to be fish out there that you can cast to on dry flies.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we talked a little bit about temperature early on, but, you know, Earl hit us up on Instagram and wanted to know kind of exactly what that temperature breakpoint was on higher elevation streams. And I think, you know, you and I were talking before we started recording that it's really all temperature driven and the temperature kind of threshold really doesn't change based on elevation other than how it affects temperature.
1: Well, that's it. And the other thing you can have, too, is, you know, we'll, we'll hit those, we'll hit that threshold in the valley sooner then we will on those blue lines. Uh, we took a reading. Um, let's see what's the, we took a reading midweek last week, high elevation and it was 57 degrees at 4,000 feet, um, elevation. So in my mind, I'm telling myself that's kind of warm. The fishing was fantastic. Um, but I know I've got about a 10 degree window there. So we've certainly cooled back down since, but you know, we're, we're kind of in the valley hitting that threshold of 66 or so. You know, we certainly touched on it a little bit last week, and then, you know, depending on the weather patterns, we could hit it again, but we may not see that water temp hit those upper elevations, um, you know, 3,000 feet and above. It may not happen at all this summer, uh, just depending on on how how the, the forecast shifts and moves, but, um, you know, you get a lot of those springs and a lot of those confluences that, you know, keep water cool, so... Um, uh, they're, they're sort of the higher elevation creeks are on that, that first order. So they're going to just intrinsically stay colder.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking about that when you were talking that, you know, all the places where the fish pot up in the wintertime is a good place to go look in the summer. Cause that's going to be kind of the deeper places. And then, you know, to your point, you know, try to look for the seeps, um, that will kind of, you know, in the wintertime, they keep the water a little bit warmer, but in the summertime, they do just the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. And then of course, you know, obviously we like to, uh, to go, you know, skinny tippet to win when it gets uh, technical, but you know, also you run the risk of overplaying fish.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, you want to land them quick. Um, keep them wet, keep the fish in the water, grab a quick picture with the fish in the water. If you need to, if, if you don't need a picture, then, you know, certainly be fishing with some barbless hooks and, uh, get them, get them swimming again quickly.
0: Yeah, there you go. And you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or shoot them to us on our Facebook, our Instagram page. And if we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag and we will enter you into a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And, you know, as we start to head into the official uh, summer fishing season, Dale, why don't you let folks know location and hours and all that kind of good stuff.
1: Absolutely. So we are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. And then uh, we're 530 West Main Street, Silva, right in the downtown. And then also downtown Bryson City at 3 Depot Street with the big brown trout statue out front. Um, of course, always online at TuckFlyShop.com and uh, be glad to help anybody the best we can.
0: Well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dale.
1: You too, Marvin.